Hey, this is Ryan Kennedy, author of Beyond Nutrition. And if you're looking to be in better health and learn more about biohacking, then you should listen to the Hacked Life podcast with my good friend, Joel Evan. Biohacking, performance, mastery, mindset. This is a show about getting better every single day. The Hack Life with Joel Levin. Welcome to the show. All right, I'm here with functional medicine practitioner, traditional naturopath and board certified clinical nutritionist and the author of Beyond Nutrition, Ryan Kennedy. Thanks for being on the show, brother. Grateful to be here, brother. Um, okay, you have an amazing background and amazing story, and I totally resonate with a lot of the things you say, but not everybody knows you. So can you kind of tell maybe like just how did you get started in naturopathy and like what, was there like a day or was there a point in your life where you just realized like, this is what I want to do in my life. Yeah, true pain to purpose situation for me, Joel. I lost my mom in 2010 after a two-year battle with cancer. And during that time, I was in high school. I didn't know a whole lot about health and wellness. And she just went through the standard of care. You know, we were a pretty average family. And so she went through chemotherapy and surgery and just listened to her oncologist that told her what you eat doesn't matter. Your lifestyle doesn't matter. Just do these therapies, take these drugs, that's your only option. And unfortunately, she passed away. And what's even more unfortunate is that during that process, as I'm sure you and your listeners are aware, her quality of life was just completely trashed because of the the drugs and the, the, the different pharmaceuticals they had her on. She just felt awful, man. And so not only did she not have any extension in her in her life, but she also really sacrificed a lot of the quality of life for the, the remaining days she had left. And so this was a real turning point for me because she was 54 years old, wasn't you know very young. old, very young. And we weren't even like an unhealthy family. Like we eat a lot of home-cooked meals. We weren't eating fast food or you know doing a bunch of the standard stuff that you see most Americans doing. And so I started reevaluating my life, man. I was like, man, I don't want to die young and this is terrible. And I was obviously depressed and grieving and going through a pretty rough patch in my, in my youth. And it really, rather than looking like, what was me? This sucks. Let me just feel like the victim. I was like, how can I equip myself with the knowledge and the tools and the strategies to make sure this doesn't happen to me? And more so to make sure I can help people like my mom who don't know about how nutrition can help impact your success rate with reversing cancer, how, you know, certain targeted supplementation and certain enzymes and herbs and different nutrients have such a big impact on these things and detoxification and immune support and all these variables that back then I didn't know anything about. I was like, there's gotta be a, another way or at least adjunct therapies that can increase your chances of survival. And more so just from a preventative standpoint, how can we avoid illness altogether? Cause chronic illness sucks, dude. Yeah. And so that's really what brought me to the health and wellness world. And, you know, I was very much on the fitness side of things early on, uh, working as a personal trainer throughout undergrad, I studied kinesiology and, and, you know, worked in a physical therapy clinic. And then over the years of, of being in that world of more of the fitness side, I was like, man, exercise is great. I love exercise, but when people aren't eating well, when they're not sleeping, uh, quite enough, when they're stressed out of their minds, when they're just making poor lifestyle choices, it doesn't matter if they're showing up to their workout three days a week or four days a week. You can only get so far if you don't have these other components dialed in. And so that brought me down another deep rabbit hole of learning about all the other things that go into health and all the other inputs and choices people are making and how it all 
comes together and, and creates the outcome. And so I went back to school and studied functional medicine and went a lot deeper in nutrition. And that brings me to where I am today, where I run a practice. I consult with patients worldwide uh, via uh, virtually. Uh, I do see some patients in person here in my office, but most virtually these days. And uh, just spreading the good word, just like you, Joel, trying to get the information out to people and help, help them to really improve a lot of these various aspects to boost their quality of life more than anything. Because I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. I don't know how long people are actually going to live as much as I love longevity and anti-aging. What really matters is how you feel day to day. You know, what's your day to day like? Are you, are, you feel, are you vital and full of energy and have a good zest for life and stable mood and good sex drive and you feel strong and all these things are the most important thing. That's at the end of the day, people say the most valuable resource we have is time. But if you're in severe pain and you're depressed and you're anxious and you feel like shit all the time, time isn't that valuable to you. <laughs> time is our most precious resource if you feel freaking amazing. And so that's really where I'm coming from. It's like, how can we just feel good? Because that's at the end of the day what we're all seeking. Yeah. Love that, man. I, I love I resonate so much with your story because uh, and, you know, sorry about your mother. Um, I remember also in my own life, just, you know, into bodybuilding at an, at 18, I was bodybuilding, reading muscle and fitness, doing all these things. And as you know, bodybuilding, and like you said, the fitness aspect is just one piece of it. And I'm, and it, it really got me into health and wellness. But as I got older, you know, obviously consuming that much amount of protein and bodybuilding at the time, I don't know if it is now, they didn't really care too much if you're eating processed foods or whatever. It was just like, get as much protein as you can in your body, eat as much whey as you need. Like, as long as you're just getting protein, that's all that matters. We don't care what the quality of the food is. And that's what the yeah. discussion was back then. I don't know what it is now. Um, but same thing. My, mo my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. at a, She didn't die, but at an early age. And I just kind of felt like, how is a guy like me with all this knowledge on health and all these resources not able to, like, I felt helpless. I felt powerless. Like, how can I not yeah. he help her, right? And it made me want to also dive deep and, and go learn more because – I it just it, it it just made me sick to my stomach not knowing that I could couldn't even just help the people close to me but then like you said others right and so the only good thing we can say is that your your pain has saved a lot of other lives right you've you've been able to impact a lot of other people so they don't have to go through so that's that's the cool part unfortunately yeah man we all suffer hardships and loss and tragedy in this life and it's up to us how we're going to make sense of it and what we're going to do moving forward. And we all can play the victim. We can all feel like, wow, this sucks. And this is totally unfair. And this is, this is not right. Or we can say, how can I use this as a catalyst for change, for impact, for greater purpose in my life? And I think that's some, a question that we all need to ask ourselves. And it's not easy. It's not an easy choice to make. It's a lot easier just to feel like, woe is me. But at the end of the day, it's like, you want to, you want to really honor the person you lost yeah. and sitting around feeling lousy is not honoring them. So the work that I do with people, the, the work that I do with cancer patients and just all sorts of other individuals that are undergoing chronic issues, even if it's not a chronic disease, just gut and digestion issues, brain fog, fatigue, hormone imbalances, all sorts of issues. I'm doing it in honor of my mom. You know, yeah. and so that's a big driving force for me to keep moving and to keep working and to keep pursuing the, you know, opportunity to, to serve others. Yeah. Love that brother. Amen to that. Okay. So 
you, your background, if I look at your website, by the way, which I did, um, you, you have an amazing track record. I mean, you do everything. You've got, you got Mayo, uh, you can help men, women, hormones, everything. And so, you know, we were talking before and I'm like, well, what are we going to talk about, Ryan? Like you've got so many different things. And so I think one of the neat things that we were talking about though, is a lot about gut health. And I think some, some of the labs and some of the tests that you really look at to, I think, get to a lot of root causes uh, of people's health. Is that right? Yeah, man. Similar to you, your work in, in the integrative health side of things. Um, I'm sure you can relate to this, Joel. I'd say eight out of 10 people that come to me for help with their health have some degree of issues with their digestion. You know, they, either that's bloating or, or gas or constipation or loose stool or abdominal pain after eating. I mean, I can keep going. Point yeah. is people, people's guts typically aren't working great. I mean, that's the norm these days. And most of us have just accepted that as, as the norm, because we talk to our friends, we talk to our family and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, you're, you're fine after dinner too. Oh yeah, yeah, you're bloated too. Like this, this is chill guys. Like yeah. this is just the human body. Ryan, on not. that note, on that note, when, when people come into your practice and yeah. again, you have such a, a breath of people that are coming, a wide variety of people that are coming in, like you said, it could be from cancer to just yeah. bloating yep. or it could be weight loss, right? It could just be male performance uh, hormones. When, when these people are coming into you though, is that kind of like a reoccurring theme like you're like wow like believe it i know you came to me for weight loss or i know you came to me for cancer or i know you came to me for female hormones but your gut is wrecked is that like a real common theme that you're seeing i'm just curious 100 and obviously it's on a spectrum not everyone's gut is wrecked they might just have like some mild issues or yeah you know i'm not that regular with my bowel movements uh you know i might have a bowel movement three or four days a week i'm like you should be having bowel movement at least once a day if yeah. not twice a day yeah and you know things like that where it's not like they're in debilitating pain, like they have severe IBS. Well, that is the case for some people I work with. The norm is just some degree of uh, issues with their, their digestion where there's just, there's some room for improvement, you know? And so I think a lot of us can relate to that. And yeah. so um, I love doing some testing because if you're not testing, you're really trying to guess. And I can make some pretty good educated just guesses, Joel, but at the end of the day, it's nice to have objective data and feedback. And Blood testing is great, like you would do at a primary care docs, like a medical doctor's office, and you'd run your complete blood count and your lipid profile and you know your hormones and all that's fantastic. I love blood work, but it doesn't tell you anything about your gut. It doesn't tell you anything about why your digestion is not right. You know, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. And most people will get the standard set of labs and just be like, yeah, you're not dying, you're you're healthy, you're fine. Yeah, you come back in a year or two. Come but back when like, it's out of range and you're dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. like, they're like, dude, I, I feel terrible. Like I got all these problems. And they're yeah. like, no, yeah, blood works fine. Just you're you're fine. And, and then they'll come to me and I'll be like, okay, yeah, let's sort this out. We, I got your back. And so we'll go through. And one of the tests I really enjoy is called an organic acids test because it's just like a big litany of all these different functional medicine markers that you can't really gather through blood work. And so it looks for the imbalances and overall dysfunction in your gut microbiome. And it accurately diagnoses things like candida or yeast overgrowth, fungal overgrowth, mold or mycotoxin exposure, uh, SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, or uh, C. diff, like clostridium bacteria. And these are a lot of the main culprits of why people are having the bloating and the fermentation in the gut, why people are having some of these uh, abnormal issues with their digestion. And then it also looks at, you know, a bunch of your vitamins, looks at all your essential amino acids. It looks at your mitochondria and, you know, detox pathways and 
a whole bunch of other things, you know, your neurotransmitters. And that's what I like about it. It's just like a one-stop shop for an at-home test. You pee in a cup and it measures all these urine metabolites. So it's, it's easy. You don't have to go in for a blood prick or go see a, you know, phlebotomist and you mail it back. And it's like, you get all this tremendous data that now we can work with this. And we could say, Hey, you're deficient in these B vitamins. Maybe that's why your energy is not so great. Let's start bringing in some of the right foods that are going to be rich in these nutrients. And maybe we bring in a supplement as well if needed. Uh, so those are just some examples of the, the type of practical data you get from that. And I know you're familiar with this test, Joel. I'd love to hear your, your outlook and opinion on it. Um, if it's something you, you ever utilize. No, I, I think you're, I think you're head on. I think you, you nailed it. I think that is probably one of the most bang for bang, you know, best tests you can get. I mean, a lot of these labs, as you know, they're, they're not, um, they're not cheap, but like that one is pretty affordable for what you get. You get like 70 over 70 markers. Um, and it just looks at so many things. And I think if you get that data, like you're going to have a, you're going to have a good idea. I mean, again, it's not going to test for parasites or E. coli or H. pylori, but like you're going to have a pretty good idea of what, what's going on. And I'll just say this for listeners. Um, you know, my son, um, when he was four years old, I had that test ran on him. And here's the great thing. Like you said, you just pee in a cup, like yeah. for a four-year-old, yep. that's great. I'm not pricking his finger. I'm not taking yep. any blood or anything like that. And, um, wow, the information we got back. So like you mentioned, Clostridia difficile was, was showed up. Right now, why is that important? And, and you'll, you, you know, more than me in this area. So I'll let you kind of take it away. But, you know, things like when we think about like autism or learning disorders, right. Or some behavior things. And so there were some things coming up for my son. And what, what I, the last thing I'll say is that I had brought my son to a, uh, I'll just say he's a pretty uh, well-known functional medicine doctor in San Francisco. At the time, he's got some books. This guy's a, this guy's a smart guy. I just want to say that. I brought my son to him because my son was complaining of stomach issues, kind of in the like small intestine, belly button, lower you know abdomen area. And he's pretty in tune with his body, you know. And I brought him there. And I had him checked out and now we didn't run any labs, but he just did his diagnose, you know, his diagnosis. And he's like, yeah, I mean, honestly, he seems fine. Right. This guy knows his stuff, guys. He knows his stuff that um, that left me still like there's got to be something. So anyways, long story short, had an organic acids test ran. Clostridia came up. Candida came up. So boom. Now we got a roadmap. Now we know where yep. to go. And yep. uh, again, I would, my son was having some, I don't want to uh, just behavioral issues and some other stuff. And so I really, and then of course the gut issues. So I really wanted to get to the root cause. And that was, thank God that was, you know, I found the right people and connected with the right people. Yeah. Great, great story on that. And it's something I see all the time with, with kids, especially because I had a, a physician on my podcast a couple months back who specializes in working with kids with behavioral issues and autism and who are on the spectrum and ADD, things like that. And he runs these organic acid tests for all of them because he finds it's actually the imbalances in the gut microbiome along with some methylation and detoxification issues, all of which are on that test that are at the root cause. And he's helped a tremendous number of kids reverse, not just like improve, but reverse their their um, you know autism symptoms and all sorts of other issues with uh, with their behavior. His name is Dr. Kirk War uh, Wohler, and he is uh, he's actually a physician that um, lectures for you know Great Plain Labs. They have him teach physicians how to use and interpret this test, oh, nice. and so it was really insightful to to see that connection because a lot of people don't realize there's sometimes a deeper rooted cause that you can work on and oftentimes correct. Yeah. 
Hey man, and then that's so so great, right? I mean, it get, I mean, think about it. We and you know, we both look at things from the functional medicine perspective, root cause stuff. How often do we see so many clients right coming in saying, "Hey, this is your diagnosis. This yeah. is your destiny. Your kid is autistic. Your kid is this, or you have you or have MS." And that's it. That's your, that's your, you're labeled as that. That's your future. And it's like how, um, just how rewarding and how uplifting, like you said, that it, it's like, man, like, no, there's a reason why. And we can actually, you know, get to some of these root cause issues, which is, which is exciting. Yeah. It's very exciting to have solution oriented, uh, approach where you're looking at level deeper and you're not just saying, let's do what we can to manage these symptoms. You're like, hey, let's, let's freaking reverse these symptoms, dude. Let's see what we can do to completely get you better than you've ever felt and healthier than you've ever been. That's my goal. Not just to like, oh, uh, let's try and, you know, just <laughs> let's patch it up. Yeah. Put a little bandaid on yeah. and see what we can, uh, if we can get you to function day to day. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm curious, any testimonials or anything, any, any recent, uh, you know, any uh, recent clients uh, wins that that jump out at you from, from doing an organic acid test. And maybe they just came in, just, I don't know, just lethargic or just completely racked or just something like that. Like the way we were talking about the kids with learning disabilities and then boom, a couple, you know, minor shifts rebalancing the gut microbiome. And then you're seeing some. Yeah. Some yeah. I got it. Uh, I'll share a couple case studies with you yeah. briefly without sharing any actual information about these individuals. Um, I had a female come to me who had been, you know, having a lot of yeast infections and she had been on virtually every prescription antifungal on the market, fluconazole, terpenophyne, all these really heavy uh, antifungal drugs. And it wasn't helping. And they were, her, her medical doctor wanted her to take these consistently for a year. And she's like, listen, I've done it for like four or five months. It's not helping. Like, I don't think going another six months is going to be a difference. And so uh, we got connected through a referral and I got her on, uh, we, we ran the test to diagnose what, what exactly was going on. And I got her on a protocol and, you know, big thing with the candida or fungal overgrowth is really coupling biofilm disrupting enzymes, because these organisms have this outer layer that make them more resilient to some of the antifungal agents that, you know, whether it's pharmaceutical or natural. And so you want to use these specific uh, systemic enzymes you take on an empty stomach to break down that biofilm so that then the herbs, which I use, uh, or any uh, antifungal agent, but I, I like to use herbs, uh, things like paradiarco, oregano, uh, fatty acids like caprylic acid or uh, eudemic acid. These are really uh, amazing natural antifungals that have broad spread benefits to the body. So you're not dealing with a host of side effects. You're actually dealing with a multi, uh, you know, beneficial uh, angles that they're taking. And so we went through a protocol, then we bring in the right types of probiotics to rebalance the, the good floor in her, in her gut. And uh, she has been, not only did we completely resolve the thrush she was suffering with for, for gosh, a couple of years, um, but she's just felt better than she's ever felt. And we did a lot, you know, changes to her diet and lifestyle and sleep and stress and a whole bunch of other things as well. Um, but that was really awesome to see. And then another guy I've been working with was going through a lot of really mental challenges, Joel. He was going through a lot of anxiety, getting panic attacks, and he didn't have any topical fungal issues really like no, you know, uh, toenail fungus, no like athlete's foot, nothing like that. Um, but he was just like mentally not in a good place and having like really severe symptoms crippling to where he wasn't able to work and to where he moved back home. Cause it was just really gnarly. And so he went and saw a bunch of specialists. He went to this five day intensive, like 
I guess I wouldn't call it a retreat. It was more like a, uh, some sort of patient type of uh, inpatient type of uh, immersive therapy for, you know, with all these neuro neurosurgeons and, and uh, psychologists and just people trying to figure out like what's going on. What, why where did you go from totally functioning and being fine to where like every little thing uh, derails you? Cause you're so sensitive to everything. And, and mm -hmm. mentally you're just having a tough time with, with everything. And we did an organic acid test and identified some of the gut imbalances he was doing within the first week, Joel, of working with this guy. He's like, you've helped me more than like the two dozen specialists I've seen over the last year and a half. And, um, you know, we were just making simple changes. And I'm like, I can't believe, like, this is not like he saw one doctor or two doctors. He had seen a litany of physicians, all of which just wanted to put him on different medications, some of which he took, which only made him worse. Um, and you know, just by making some of these shifts, he felt immediately better than over the last couple of months. This guy is like 95% recovered to where he is fully functional. He's feeling freaking amazing. He's, he's been a complete rock star. Um, so, I mean, it, it's amazing what you can do when you start to identify what's, what's imbalanced and then you correct those imbalances and the body is a very resilient organism. So when you give it the right inputs and you make the right changes, freaking miraculous things can happen. Yeah. Love that. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, and, and we see it too. Um, you know, I always say like, you get the, like you just said it beautifully. If you get the body, the right input, the body knows how to heal itself. It just needs the right input. Yeah. And, you know, talking about B vitamins and stuff, if, if your gut is wrecked, you're not producing B vitamins. You're not producing serotonin, dopamine. You're not producing melatonin so that you can actually sleep at night. So exactly. it's no wonder that you balance this guy's gut and wow, lo and behold, all these other things are working for him. So that's really cool to hear. And I just love stories like that. Um, I could talk to you all day about organic. We could do an entire like two hour episode on just organic acid tests. Bottom line is if your gut, if you need, if you have gut health or any other issues, go see Ryan. He knows his stuff. Um, I wanted to, but I know we're, we're running close on the hour. We had a, we had a couple of snafus when it came to uh, getting this podcast going. I know we both have some commitments later. I wanted to ask you, if you don't mind, I wanted to ask you about breath work. Because you also are heavily into breath work, and but you don't do just like everyone knows Wim Hof at this sure, point, right? Sure. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows yoga and all, but you're doing something different. You want to talk about kind of that and and why you find it so important and to incorporate it into your practice and what you do? Yeah, so I I love all the physical healing modalities, Joel. You know, like we touched on some of the fitness stuff, the nutrition, the sleep, the the proper supplementation, changes in your environments. All that's great, man. But if you have some serious stuff going on mentally and emotionally, whether that's from past trauma, whether that's various limiting beliefs, whether that's just a lot of unhealthy relationships and past, you know, baggage, emotional turmoil, your health is going to suffer. You know, it's, it's probably more so important to dial in your mind than it is the body, but they both go hand in hand, right? It's hard to be mentally well if you're not physically taking care of yourself and vice versa. And so as I'm kind of going through my, my journey and helping people, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's, what's the key, what's, what's some good strategies to really unlock this. Like I love talk therapy, but it's, it's a slow and ar arduous process and it doesn't work for everyone. I also see the value in plant medicine, but there's a high barrier of entry and some inherent risks to plant medicine. And while I think the research is very promising and I think it provides tremendous benefit when used appropriately, uh, not everyone wants to go do ayahuasca in the jungle, dude. You know, not everyone <laughs> wants to take a bunch of psilocybin and see what happens. And not everyone can afford to go to these fancy, super high-end clinics where they do administer it under the care of a 
of a physician and they do, you know, do things right. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, what, what are some good options? And so and this is going back quite a few years, maybe 2018 or 2019, I experienced my first holotropic breathwork class. And this is a very specific form of long uh, rhythmic breathing. And so you mentioned Wim Hof. I had done some of that. You mentioned, you know, I, I, I had done other types of breath work, like Kundalini yoga, breath of fire, a lot of different relaxing breath work techniques as well, like box breathing and four, seven, eight breath, all these great, great modalities. So I go into this class role being like breath work. This is going to be yeah. great. I freaking love breath work. I'm going to get high on my own supply. We're going to breathe. It's going to be great. <laughs> and what I experienced over the following 45 minutes blew my freaking mind, dude. Like I had never experienced anything like this in my entire life. And I had done some of these plant medicines. I had, you know, been a little bit of a, a wild horse when it comes to some of the uh, psychoactive compounds, but man, this breath work just unlocked things in my mind and allowed me to have this incredible release. And so going into it, I just open mind. I was like, I'm going to get everything I got. And just to talk listeners through it, you're doing this rhythmic three-part breath. I can't really properly give it justice on the podcast, but you're doing it for about 30 minutes straight, 25 to 30 minutes with you know guided music and someone kind of facilitating the process, coaching you through it, all that sort of good stuff. And during this time, you know, the very beginning is very challenging, but you really start to shift all these things in your body and you start to go into a place of what's referred to technically called transient hyperfrontality. And that's a fancy way of saying that you slow down the overactivation of your frontal lobe. And that is where we have the ego, the monkey mind, all the inhibitions that don't want you to go to those dark places or let out a big cry or, you know, you know, think about things that are challenging and, and you know, emotionally charged. And so you kind of bring that shield down and you're able to just go freaking deep and it opens up your heart and you're able to really expand and release so much, man, physically, mentally, emotionally, you have this huge release. And so I left that class feeling like a new man. I was like, I don't know what just happened to me, but I need to learn everything I can about this <laughs> experience because it was one of the most powerful experiences I had ever had up until that point hands down. And wow. all I did was lay on the floor and breathe. I'm like, there's no lower barrier of entry than that. You don't got to buy anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. You literally lie on the floor and breathe. I was like, why is this not being taught to people? Why is there not more awareness around breath work? And while, like you mentioned, some people are bringing different breathing practices to the mainstream, holotropic breath work is still largely flown under the radar and its ability yeah. to help process emotions, to help really let go of a lot of regrets and resentment and anger and these really charged emotions that impact our day-to-day -day and impact our lives so dramatically. And so I've been guiding these classes uh, online. And so people come do them from their, the comfort of their own home. I used to do them in person once, once upon a time before, you know, the world was the way it is today. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, now I mostly do them online and uh, it's just a really powerful practice, man. I, I would love for you to partake in a class. Have you ever done any holotropic breath work? I, um, I've done uh, several different ones. I don't know if they're actually called holotropic holotropic. Um, I, I don't know if it was introduced that, that, um, that way. I think it, I have done some rhythmic breath work with some practitioners and music, but I don't know if that was actually considered holotropic. Uh, it was very transformative. So, but I would love to come like do an actual class with you and under like a live, uh, 
remote live audience. That'd be awesome. Actually, it'd be better to even be in person with you one day, brother. But uh, yeah, well, but I'll, take what I can, I'll take what I can get. Uh, yeah. So with the online class, I, I, I host them live and I, I have also some past classes people could check out. Um, but there's more information on the page. It's one of those things, dude. It's really hard to explain. Yeah. And it's something you really just have to experience firsthand. And so I tell people, come in, give it an open mind. It's not going to cost you thousands of dollars. I mean, this class is next to free. I think I'm charging like 20 bucks or 30 bucks. I mean, it's it's really yeah. affordable. And uh, anyone that's going through financial hardship, if you send me an email, I'll give you free access because I don't want a wow. lack of funds cool. to prevent anyone from experiencing this practice that's been so transformative and life-changing for me and also for hundreds and hundreds of students I've led through these classes. So I don't want like a $25 class fee deter anyone. So if you're like, yeah, I'd love to do this, Ryan, but you know, I don't want to pay you a penny. I'm like, cool, do it. Give it everything yeah. you got and I'll give you free access. Like I'm, that's not why I'm uh, doing these classes. Uh, so that, that's, I hope that answers your question in a really long way, Joe, about the, the breath work angle of how I came to, came to it and, and why I continue to, to build it in as a key part of my, my uh, practice and my work with people. No, and I'm glad you said that because I can tell just from the way you built your practice, you can tell you're only doing things that are working, you know, and it, and it haven't, and you're seeing good effects, not only yourself, but your clients. So that's why I ask. And I love that you brought up the point of just emotions, right? And limiting beliefs and resentment. Yeah. Like how much does that connect to our overall being and our vital force and how we show up in the world? Like you might have, and we talk about, you know, chi and meridians. And if you've got a trapped emotion or something, they always talk about that in the Eastern philosophy a lot, you know, you, I don't care how much biofilm disruptors Ryan's giving you, <laughs> you may still not heal because it's just, you've got something trapped going on yeah. you and it's crazy. And so I love that you also blend that in with your practice. It's, it's, it's great. It's it, people. That's amazing. And the mindset, you know, this too, Joel, the mindset is key because if you don't, another powerful thing about this breath work is it gives you clarity and helps you really relinquish a lot of these limiting beliefs. And that's what holds people back in their health or weight loss journey. It's a lot of people have in their minds that they can't do this or that, or they've tried this in the past and failed, or this doesn't work. And when you start to really build the foundation from the mindset, all the habits and routines and, and physical practices become exponentially easier to implement, to sustain, and to really create lasting change. So I, that's another reason I'm a huge proponent of it. It's like, you got to start with the foundation, man. You got to start with the mind. Yeah. And like Ryan said, it's hard to explain. I can only tell people go do it, pay the 25 bucks, whatever it is, it's going to be worth it. You will get something out of it. I promise. Um, I know we're running up close. A couple more questions for you. Any exciting projects that you're working on right now? I'm just curious. You're a busy guy. You got a lot of things you're doing. Anything? Yeah. A couple, couple, yeah, couple exciting things. We'll see how things come to fruition. Um, I, I host uh, retreats out in Bali in this amazing resort called the Astana. And uh, the last one we did was in 2020 before, you know, the world kind of flipped upside down. And so we've had multiple um, of these retreats and we had some scheduled, we had to postpone. And so I'm really hoping that we can get into the country. They're slowly starting to, you know, wave their quarantine and, you know, starting to welcome people back in to, to, to Bali. And so I'm really hoping to get one of those in the books later this year. And this is a five-day immersive retreat. Uh, call it the health optimization retreat. And it's just in this cliffside resort that has all the best of the best stuff in terms of, you know, state-of-the-art gym, infrared sauna, steam room, cold plunge, hyperbaric oxygen chambers, float tanks, uh, 
gosh, man, it's just like a total biohacking health optimization place all like right on the ocean with, you know, incredible organic food. And so it's a great time that we just kind of guide a small group of, I think we had 24, we capped it at 24 people the last Perfect. few retreats where we got them through and they're able to enjoy the beautiful paradise in Southeast Asia while also improving their health and learning a bunch of cool stuff and doing it in a much like in a very immersive environment. We do the breath work and we do, you know, guided uh, yoga classes and all sorts of uh, good stuff of that nature. So that's something that's not yet uh, solidified, but I'm hoping yeah. to get another one of those in the books because it's such a joy for me to go out there. And I have a bunch of my best buds that live out there. So it's always uh, good to reconnect with that side of the world. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Who'd want to yeah. go do that? <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you got time for some lightning round questions I wanted to ask you? Let's do it, man. All right. If the old you could see the new you, what would the new you say? New me would say. What would the new you say to your older self? Oh, okay. I, I see now. I was like a little confused by the question. Yeah. It's a, it, um, I think I would say to embrace learning because I had a very... I think conventional schooling really gives us a resistance to reading and, and learning because we're forced to do it on subjects we really don't really like or care about. And I've gotten to a place over the last many years now where I have such a thirst for learning and I love devouring podcasts like yours, Joel, audiobooks, reading articles, looking at research. I mean, this is what I do in my free time because I love this shit, dude. Yeah. And I think if I just told my younger self one piece of advice, it'd be find what you want to learn and just go head, head deep into that. Because if, you know, if you just, I had this association, like, oh, I don't want to have to read a book. I already got to read books for, you know, my classes and history and English yeah. and, you know, all this BS that we're taught to learn and force fed in, in the conventional school system. So that's a big thing I think would have shifted a lot of things for me earlier on. Huge. I'm glad you said that. I mean, and that's one of the reasons we just started homeschooling my kid and, uh, or unschooling him, one mm. could say. So um, I love that you said that. What, um, what are some choices that you think you made that made you who you are today? Well, the way I processed my, my mom's death was a big one, you know, cause I know that the age I was the lack of parental guidance, as much as I love my dad, he really wasn't there for me in a meaningful way during that time. So I was like, you know, 16 year old dude that, you know, I think a lot of young guys would have gone off and got into drugs and, you know, heavy partying. And, you know, while well, that was a tiny bit of a blip in the journey, I feel like I was able to really see the bigger picture and was able to really, you know, uh, carve a path that I'm really happy about where I'm at and the trajectory I'm going. And while I have a lot of work left to do and a lot of progress left to make, I'm really blessed to be doing something I love and, and doing something that's impacting people's lives. And I, I think that that was a pretty big uh, decision at a time when, you know, I wasn't making a lot of other good decisions, Joel. <laughs> well, I mean, we know like you were 16, like, you know, yeah. I mean, you, I always think like your brain wasn't even developed to like you're 25. Like yeah. you, you were doing the best you could and no doubt. And like, look at where you are. I, I, I totally can see like, dad, yeah, that was, it's interesting because that moment, I think a couple of things happened. You embraced learning moving forward after that. Yep. And you again, turn your pain into purpose and like, and look at who you are now. So yeah, I, I can agree more. Like what a choice that was a choiceless choice and you made it. Um, you know, you are such a force in the health and wellness world. I'm curious who inspires you. 
Oh, I have a lot of inspirations. Are you talking more so like more the generally health or, like in the yeah, health more, and wellness space? Yeah. Is there anybody that like you follow or there just anybody that, you know, really, you know, inspires you and, you know, you know, I, I know there's lots of people out there that just make me want to sharpen my sword and get better. I, you know, I watch them. Yeah, no, there's, there's a ton of people like that who are reaching a lot of people and who I really look up to. Um, some great authors and podcasters that I'm, I'm a big fan of. I've always, so from the get-go, I, I came across Joe Mercola's work, Dr. Mercola. He's a pioneer, dude. That guy's yeah. just a trailblazer. He's been in it from the, get, from the get-go. And I haven't seen anyone take as many arrows as that dude from the mainstream media, from yeah. all the you know parties that are not interested in people being healthy. Uh, so he's just someone I really look up to, really respect, really admire, who I've learned a great deal from. And who just continues to push forward despite the threats, despite the, you know, smear smear campaigns against him. Yeah. He's like, this is what I stand for. This is what I'm sharing. And the dude is freaking, he's the man. So yeah. that's if, to pick one person I'd pick, I'd yeah. pick Dr. Mercola. That's a great one. Joe's a badass. Um, I'm a big reader. So are you now? Any books? Are there like the top one to three books that just jump out of your mind that like had a huge impact on your life? And you'd say, you should probably, if you're listening to this episode, you should probably read some of these books. Oh man, Joel, this is like asking me my favorite foods. It's like, so there's so many good ones, but um, in terms of like mm, personal development, I mean, there's uh, business. I really like a, a book called The Road Less Stupid. Really excellent. Uh, that shifted my mind in a lot of positive ways on a business front. Um, man, if I had my library in front of me, I could write off like 40 good ones, but I, you <laughs> know, right. I'm in the spot. You're like, Oh crap. I know. No, uh, I know. There's so health, many good ones. Health, um, health. There's a couple of good ones. I think it just depends on your entry level. So entry yeah. level, like again, Dr. Mercola's book, like effortless healing. That was a book I read right early on in my path. I was like, this is the perfect blueprint for anyone that's just looking to get started and figure some basic stuff out. Yep. But then the books I read now, really wouldn't serve the average person way more technical way... i'm sure exactly yeah. exactly so it wouldn't be that interesting to be diving deep into the research on that front um personal development i mean those are probably the bulk of the books i read because i really like that type of stuff and yeah. it always gets me in a good headspace and i read a lot about investing and and finances and wealth these days um, oh good just read a good one called the lifestyle investor like finished a couple of days ago uh, I love Grant Cardone's books, like from a mindset and business perspective. He's a controversial character, but man, yeah. that guy, I, I respect the hell out of him. Yeah. Nice. A uh, couple more questions. We'll wrap it up. Any uh, rituals or hacks or practices that you do on a regular basis? Oh, there's so many, Joel. Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine would probably okay. be at the top of the list, man. I get outside first thing in the morning, get my eyes out, anchor that circadian rhythm, bask in the sunshine. But I'm a huge sun fanatic in terms of just getting out. No sunscreen, no sunglasses. Sensible sun exposure is like the number one thing I just absolutely preach and love because it's just so much disservice has gone into the Dermatology Institute telling people to fear the sun. And I think it's really we're solar powered animals and it really lights up our entire system to get, you know, safe sun exposure. Yeah. And so that's a big thing. Uh, there's lots of other things we could dive into breathing techniques. I do daily, um, you know, a lot of different habits and things I've incorporated into my evening or morning routines and stuff like that. But if I had to choose one, it'd be sunshine. Love it, brother. Last but not least, where can people find you? RyanKennedyHealth.com is probably the easiest way to get, you know, kind of website, social handles are on there. Uh, Ryan C. Kennedy's Instagram. But if you just go to the main website, RyanKennedyHealth.com, 
you'll be able to kind of branch out to, you know, Facebook or YouTube or, you know, the podcast. Um, that's, that's been my latest, uh, joy, Joel, I'm gonna have to get you on my show. We're gonna have to yeah. coordinate another interview here, but my, my latest avenue of content that I'm really doubling down on is my podcast, which I've had going for a little over a year now. Uh, I think nice. we're up to like 50 or 60 episodes, but, uh, moving into this next year, that's like my main focus. Cause I'm just getting so over the censorship and nonsense on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And so I'm like, the podcast is great. I love audio mediums because you can listen while you're working out or driving or cooking or whatever, you know, you can multitask and still learn. And so I am, uh, actively doing a lot more on there and releasing a few episodes a week. And so it's the Ryan Kennedy show. Uh, you can find it from the website. You can find it on any podcast platform, but that's definitely been my uh, preferred outlet for creating uh, helpful information for people. Yeah. And Ryan has a great Instagram page as well. I will just say that if you go to there, he's got a lot of great information and videos. So you are, you do a great job there as well. I have to say, but uh, man, Ryan Kennedy, thanks for being on the show, brother. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, Joel. Right, right back at you, man. All right. That's it for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Hack Life. And if you did, please share this episode on social media and then tag me at Joel Levin Coaching. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so that you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with others that need it. Thanks a ton, guys, for the support. 